Welcome to It Just Makes Sense. A podcast by two easily distracted, higher educated former lovers. That explores all of the unpopular opinions, conspiracy theories, and cult leaders that make you want to scream, It It Just just Makes Sense. Sense. I'm Sam Smith. And I'm Jeff Seifert. And this week we're talking about Justin Ross Harris. Who? From the show, Primetime Crime. Interesting. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Peacock! Every... (laughs) Every time I go to play it, I always want to go, Peacock, Peacock. I just did What is that from? I have no idea. I I was just thinking about the St. Peter's Peacocks. That's all. What's that? St. Peter's is is a college. Yeah. And their mascot is the Peacock. Really? And they just did really well in the NCAA tournament. Oh, good for them. I think they're Jesuit, like us. Jesuit, what? I was just Jesuit, about to <laughs> <laughs> <Jesuit>, you! <laughs> My Jess! I fucking hate Jesuit. Ganesha's rules! <laughs> Anyways, have you ever heard of Justin Ross Harris before? No. Okay. He does so, sound like a porn star. Right? I hadn't heard of his name, but the minute I heard of the crime that or he like may a- or may not have committed... I knew the case right away. It also sounds like it could be a character from a soap opera, like Days of Our Lives or something like that. All right, so let's dive in. So we start with a 911 call, and the dispatcher dispatcher asks what the emergency is, and a woman is frantic on the other end of the phone and said, there's a baby on the ground. On the ground? Because it's June 18th, 2014, and... Binings, Georgia. People in a shopping center watch in horror as a man pulls a baby out of the out of an SUV. Uh. A nine one one dispatcher asks if the baby is breathing, and the woman says that it looks like the baby is, and that the dad is there and trying to give the baby CPR. The baby is twenty two month old Cooper Harris, and the father is thirty three year old Justin Ross Harris. Wait, you just said twenty two months, so almost two years. Yes. Okay. Just trying to make sure that I pick it up because when you say baby, like I thought like newborn. Oh, sorry. Yeah. They they kept saying baby on the show and I thought it was strange too. They didn't say like toddler. Yeah, I know. But most, I mean, most people call their kid when they're that young a baby, but I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Cooper had been left in the SUV for seven hours on an incredibly hot summer day. Seven hours? Yeah. A witness would later recount Harris saying that he left Cooper in the car. He tried to perform CPS on his son, but then gave up and walked away. Which, that seemed a little weird to not only cops, but some bystanders too. That like you would think the prom- like the primal response in someone would be to try everything to keep the baby breathing. Like you would have to be torn away from the kid, right? Yeah. But when the police arrived, that wasn't the case with Justin. Um He had, like, tried CPR for maybe, like, a minute or two and then just, like, was, like, I don't know, he's dead. Did he call 911? He did not call 911. Like, the bystanders called. Like, I think he, like, just tore the baby out of the car and started get like, someone else called. Yeah. When the police arrived, things got even a little bit more intense. Harris apparently got into a confrontation with the police officers, and he can be heard saying, like, shut the fuck up. Hold on. My son just died. I don't have to fucking talk to you. And the police, which is kind of wild, like you can hear them screaming back, you need to watch your fucking mouth. I'm like, wow. I mean, his son did just die. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yikes. Um, so Cooper would be pronounced dead 
the exterior temperature outside of the car was 92 degrees Fahrenheit. Jeez. So can you imagine how hot it was in the car? Probably 120. It would be the same heat level that would turn the oven that we would turn the oven on to at home. He was literally baked to death and his heart had just stopped. Ugh. Ugh. So how could this have happened? Justin Harris is brought into police headquarters and that and he claimed at the time that this was all a mistake. He said he had no history of child abuse, domestic violence, or criminal history, and he explains how the day unfolded. He said he left the house with Cooper, and the plan was he was going to take him to Chick-fil-A, which he did. There's um, video camera like footage of him buying his son breakfast, and then he was going to take him across the street to daycare, um, which is in the same parking lot of the Home Depot where he worked. He strapped Cooper into the car. Gave him, like, in the backseat after breakfast, gave him a kiss, and then he just drove right to work and completely forgot that his son was in the backseat. Oh. So, and I talked to, I, this was before um, I even started to cover this case. I remember hearing about this case before and being like, how could a parent, like, just forget that their child was in the backseat? And my mom was like, I could... My mom said she was, I easily could have done that. She was, it was always my biggest fear. Cause she's like, as a parent, if it's not part of your daily routine, it's very easily to just like, you have a million things going through your head. And if you don't normally drop them off at daycare, if you don't normally pick them up, she's like, I could see myself just drive, like putting you in the car if you're, you fall asleep and just driving to work and forgetting. If it's not something that I normally do. Yeah. If the kid had like had fallen asleep. Right. I could see that happening for sure. Right. But listen carefully to what happened next. Okay. Approximately seven hours after initially leaving Cooper in the SUV at 4.16 p.m., Harris returned to the vehicle and drove it away from his office. He had planned to visit an AMC movie theater to see 22 Jump Jump Street with friends after work. Um, After driving a few minutes, he later claimed that he pulled into an outdoor mall parking lot to call for help and attempt CPR after discovering his son unresponsive in the backseat. Although when a witness told Harris his son needed CPR, Harris went to the other side of the vehicle and made three phone calls, never calling 911, according to police. So it wasn't in the Home Depot parking lot? No, he had like, he like got out of work. His car was in the Home Depot parking lot. He got out of work, got in the car, pulled away, left, and then noticed his son in the backseat while he was driving. Got it. He pulled him out of the car and tried to perform CPR, but he couldn't pull himself together enough to finish. He he just knew what he had done, what what is what a parent's worst nightmare, leaving your son in a hot car. But how could he have forgotten about Cooper after eating breakfast with him less than two miles from where he went to work? Yeah, like, that seems a little right. like... Like, because you definitely... So you would think that... It would take like, a while. Like, you're driving for like 20 minutes Right, and work. then you like, forgot about it. You know what I mean? Like, could he have fallen asleep that fast? Right. And what we heard so far is just the start of his interview. There's so much more. At first, Harris appears devastated. He's crying uncontrollably and screaming like, I'm so sorry. This was an accident. And he does seem genuinely honest and upset. But then things kind of start to take a turn. He starts making jokes at one point while he is talking to the police. 
about how they had started using their credit card to buy groceries. And like, as he was saying, he's like, which is working great, by the way. You should see how many points I have racked up. He said that yeah. in the interview? Yes. Wow. That's or weird. at other parts, he starts getting defensive. The police tell him, based off of everything they've seen so far, they're going to charge. He's going to be charged with cruelty to a child. And he goes, but based off of what? And the police are like, either way, you left your child in the car all day. Whether it was an accident or not, you're still going to get charged with like cruelty to a child, even if it was an right. accident. And he was like, but I don't understand. And then that's when he said, I'm not talking to you anymore. Well, that I mean, like, that I could kind of that kind of checks out for me because I feel like if you're in shock and you just don't understand it, all you can comprehend yeah. is that you did it accidentally. Right. Why would you be yeah. charged? Like you're not exactly thinking right. rationally if yeah. that just happened. So at one point, his wife comes in to speak to her husband. Okay, if you were this partner, would you be able to get over it? Oh, I would have a real hard time. Right? Yeah. Don't you think you would? Yeah, I think so too. Especially if it was an only child. Yeah. Okay, so I'm glad you said that. Okay. So when his wife comes in, she hugs him immediately and was like, we're going to get through this. We'll get through this. I love you. Like... I'm sorry if Cam ever left Abe in the car. Especially and if he died. Was, well, even if it wasn't an only child, what if it was my favorite child? Right. <laughs> Is that insensitive? Sorry. So Justin starts crying to his wife and saying, like, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. And she says, I know you didn't, baby. It's fine. I know you didn't mean to. But it's when the two are talking, when they don't think they're being recorded, that things get a little bit weirder. Say what now? So his wife says to him, once the police are kind of out of the room, did you say too much? What? And he says, all I did was told them the events of the day. Like, who says that? Did that you is say weird. Too much? That seems weird. Then she says, okay, weird question. So she says that to him. Do you think we'll have more kids? Because that was their only child. Right then and there? Right then and there. And he goes, yeah, absolutely. I want to have more kids. Okay, that's fucking weird. And he goes, weird. I don't want just because we lost one child, we don't have more kids. I mean, I'm going to miss him, but I want more kids. That's wild. That's, that's wild. Five out of five, that's wild. Wild. Isn't that crazy? That's so bizarre. Don't think that right then, then and, and there? there? That's so crazy to me. Especially like, I, don't, I mean, I guess I could never really fully relate to what a woman would be like. But that's your only child and you're thinking about... The next one? Like, she's just as crazy as he is. That's what I mean. Like, what? So then, one of the most controversial statements in this time with his wife. Even worse than that? Even worse than that is when Justin says, all I can think about is him going to heaven. I wouldn't bring him back if I could. You know that, right? And his wife says, wait, you wouldn't bring him back or you would? And he says, I wouldn't bring him back because he's in heaven. Well, like some religious folk are real out there about that stuff. So I can, I mean, that's crazy in my head, but. Like if you could bring a baby, but like I'm, I wouldn't bring him back. What? Some people believe that that's the ultimate destination. But was this an accident? Destination Was unknown. it an accident? Here's some additional evidence to consider. Let me have it. Harris says in his interview that when lunchtime rolled around, 
he got some guys that he works with across the street to come and pick him up. They went to Publix, had lunch, and they took him back and dropped him off at work. What he didn't tell police... He went in his car. ...is that when he was on lunch, he also purchased light bulbs and placed them in the front seat of his car, which is on security cameras, him going to his car and putting them in the front seat. Again, though, like... First of all, it's important to note that his car is not big. It is a small hatchback car. It's not like a big truck, like put it in the seat and the kid's in the far back. Understood. Right? Understood. But so again, like, if the kid makes no noise. Well, at this point, he would have been dead. Dead. Yeah. Right? The other thing is, people were saying in the argument of this, is there would have been a smell. That fast? Yes. Oh. They said. Because the kid, like, it's not just like you they said, like, he would have been foaming at the mouth. He probably would have, like, oh, God, gone to the bathroom. Like, you so know what sad. I mean? Like, yeah. there would have been. because oh, when he died, it was so hot. Yeah. yeah. Like, why? Why? How would he have how, noticed? How would he have not have noticed? Anything. Huh. And then, also, why didn't he mention that he went to his car? Well, like, was he, could he have forgotten? Was he so dressed, so stressed that he forgot? Was he trying to, like, cover that up? I don't know. Seems weird. Then there's Leanna, his wife. While on the surface, Harris comes off as a devoted family man, a search on his phone reveals a disturbing secret. What is it? Harris has been having multiple affairs. I mean, that doesn't make him a child killer. Encounters with both women and men. He had sex with prostitutes. Set messages on Whisper, which I have no idea what that is. Oh, I'm looking it up. Getting with the research department. But also sexed with underage girls. Oh. He was actively seeking out these relationships and locations that were not immediately around where he was. He had at one point gone to Atlanta, to Tuscaloosa, which is quite a distance, in order to cruise for young girls. And that's not all. On the day of Cooper's death, he was messaging women um, sending sexually graphic pictures and wrote online right before leaving Cooper in the car. I love my son and all, but we all need escapes. I hate being married with kids. The novelty is worn off. Oh. Well, ain't that some damning shit. Like, get out of here. Oh, on the same day. Oh, so he did not seem to want his 22-month-old. So was this his way out? He also had a search on his search engine, on his computer, on an internet page called Child Free, which, like, that's a thing. Uh. And reading four, reading four of its articles, also a search on how to survive in prison, looking up how hot a car needed to be to kill a child. Come on, really? Like, why would he be looking that up? Oh, that's like, some real okay. damning evidence right there. So that shows forethought and planning, which is like premeditation and scary. So Justin is eventually charged with both malice, felony murder, and child cruelty in connection to Cooper's death. But he's also indicted on multiple sex charges related to messaging minors. But does the state have enough to convict him, or is this not what it seems? October 3rd, 2016 was the start of his trial. The prosecution argued that he intentionally killed 
Cooper using the hot car as a way to get out of his marriage and family as evidenced by his extramarital affairs and communication with underage girls. The defense said his client was innocent and it was an accident. The defense even called his now ex-wife, Leanna. Oh. I guess when she said we'll get through it, that was a lie. Well. Well. I mean, if all that stuff came up about like, the underage sex home, thing. I don't blame homegirl for running. Especially with like minors. Okay. Oh, bye. Yeah. bye. But the defense called her to the stand and she said that she believed it was an accident. That there was no way that he would have intentionally left Cooper in the car. But what does she think about the search? Uh, thank you. That's wild to me. I know. But the prosecution came armed with evidence that it seemed that that he knew Cooper was in the car as well as his weird interview tapes. And the state the state had the advantage of calling into court women that he had been sexting with throughout his marriage. They had several women come forward to talk about their sexual relationships and how Justin had expressed being burdened with his current life. After that, the jury then had to deliberate. It took them four days and they came back with the verdict. What do you think it was? Not guilty. Guilty. Really? Not all counts. Really? Guilty, guilty, guilty. He is guilty, y'all. Guilty. He is a sinner. He is guilty, <laughs> as Nancy Grace says. Fry his ass. <laughs> he received life without parole, as well as 32 more years for the other crimes committed. Wow. Yeah. In the immediate aftermath of Cooper's death, a petition a petition was published on change.org urging authorities to drop charges against him. The petition the petition included signatures from people who knew Harris's personality and included comments such as he's been nothing but a caring father and supporting husband. The petition was removed from publication shortly thereafter. After Harrison's conviction, his ex-wife, Leanna Taylor, continued to defend his innocence. In an interview with ABC News' Amy Robach in February 2017, she stated that she's always believed Cooper's death was an accident. On January 2017, Harris's legal team filed a motion for a new trial with the trial court, arguing that prejudicial testimony, revelations of Harris's numerous affairs, and self-admitted sex addiction made it absolutely impossible made it an absolute impossibility for the then 36-year-old to receive a fair trial. Well, I agree, but I don't think that they're I don't think that they should have been excluded. Me either, because I think it shows that the evidence that he was trying to like unburden himself from shows this marriage, motive. right, shows motive. However, as of September 2019, Harris's team was not prepared to go forward, not yet having read all the thousands of pages of court transcripts. Harris's first appeal being the motion for a new trial was heard by the trial judge, Mary Stolly Clark, beginning December 14th, 2020. The judge denying the motion on May 20th, 2021. On January 18th, 2022, the Atlanta Supreme Court heard arguments for a new trial by Harris's lawyer, Mitch Durham. The sexual messaging acts did not make it more probable that Mr. Harris would intentionally kill his child, he told the Georgia Supreme Court. Also during the session, Chief Justice David Namias and Justice Nels Peterson repeatedly questioned Cobb County Prosecutor Linda Dunikoski whether all the evidence about Harris's deviant sexual behavior should have been allowed into evidence. All of that evidence made the same point. 
This is a terrible person, Peterson said. And I will say you did a remarkable job of proving he's a terrible person. By proving he is a terrible person isn't the same thing as proving he murdered his child. The court is expected to issue its decision in the coming months. Wow. So this is ongoing. Like, I I get why the appeal would be heard as that stuff being prejudicial. I do. But I don't think there can be one without the other. Yeah. Agreed. I, I just, I just, I also just don't, like, I'm amazed that he was able to get in because his car was not big. I saw pictures of it. He was able to get into his car, pull out and be driving down the road and not notice your son's in the backseat dead until you go to change lanes and you look in the rearview mirror. Well, I think, too, two miles, two two miles is, is, so what is that, maybe 10 minutes? Right. And it's not like he, they went through the drive-thru for breakfast. There's video of him holding Cooper in line, like buying food and sitting down and eating it. Yeah, that would be, I feel like that, I mean, I of course, I don't have kids. I know they can fall asleep fast. However, I feel like that's a a really short amount of time to forget that your child is in the car. Like, because you've got to be, you can't be telling me that you didn't just take him to to breakfast and you know that you're supposed to take him to daycare, that you would forget that fast? And I I just know. Maybe I don't know. When he went to his car at lunch, there's just a lot that doesn't make sense. It it seems like it's a pretty holy story. And I'm not talking about the Bible, y'all. Right? No way. I think he did it on purpose. I do too. Hundred percent. He seems seems and sounds like a real scumbag. Uh, Looks like it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't that a good one? That was a good one. Yeah, I do remember the case. I don't remember that exactly. Like me all the either. Details, I, but remember, I do remember. I it, just yeah. remember being like the hot baby. Ca- like I remember yeah. the hot car case. I remember, like, I remember when it happened. Feeling bad for yes. the parent. I did. Yeah. And I think there's been other instances where it was ruled accidents. Sure. There's been other times of it. But it but those were all like parents that were like went into the store, came back out quickly. Yes. Yeah. Or like they just uh, no, there's another one where she went to work, but she was like, It wasn't my day to have my child. Like something happened. Yeah. And she goes, It was like a half hour drive to work. I just was thinking about all the, everything else. My baby fell asleep in the back seat. And she's like, I just went right to work because it's not part of my normal routine. Yeah. And it's like, uh like you know what I mean? I would just be so devastated for those parents. Yes. It's crazy. So sad. All right, guys. I don't want to give it away, but next week has like everything that we love and more. Satanic cults, sexual rituals. Kicking it back to the old school Old days. school. I will say trigger warning, child abuse, child uh, sexual abuse. But like, was it? We, you have to hear it. It's wild. What's the cult? It's not a cult. Oh. It's the McCulloch preschool case. It's the longest criminal trial in u.s history huh very interesting i've never heard of it it's you've heard of it once i start talking about it you'll know what i'm talking about all right all right guys till next time oh 
You can follow us on Instagram as it just makes sense podcast. You can join our discussion group on the Facebook or on the Facebook. What am I? 45 yeah. on Facebook and our um, it just makes sense discussion group. I will post pictures of Lorley McDaniel's novels for those who listen to chit chat. My tattoo is there. Oh, yeah. And you can follow me at WW Sam on the buff. At Jeff Seaf on Twitter. One F and Jeff. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.